the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Tim DeMoshio podcast. You can hear the program each weekday afternoon from 4 till 5 on AM 560 WFIL and WFIL.com. AM 560 WFIL.com and on the app. You're listening to the Tim DeMoss Show. Thank you for tuning in. Kind of cloudy, a little sun coming through today. Chilly with a high of 32, down to 18. Clear skies tonight. Tomorrow, a mix of clouds and sun, high up to 37. Supposed to uh, break into the 40s on Wednesday and Thursday, maybe even get some rain on Thursday, which personally I'm counting on to help shovel my driveway. What? The older I get, I'm trying to get smarter. And uh, we parked our cars near the edge of our driveway. So the front half of it is still snow covered at this point. I figure, why, why, why work a whole hour or more sweating up and all that to shovel what's going to get melted or rained away in a few days, if you can help it? I actually like shoveling snow. It's kind of fun for about the first 10 minutes. And then I'm like, all right, that's all I moved in 10 minutes. I think uh, I want to go inside. So I'm looking forward to that rain. It's supposed to get back into the sub-freezing mark uh, starting Saturday. Another exciting weekend in football. Four teams before yesterday, now just two. Cincinnati 27-24 over the Kansas City Chiefs. Of course, are led by former Eagles head coach Andy Reid and their star quarterback Patrick Mahomes. And then the second game, the L.A. Rams come from behind, beat San Francisco 20-17. to So both games decided by a field goal. That means uh, the Super Bowl now 13 days away. Cincinnati and the Rams, which would be kind of fun, even from a casual uh, fan standpoint. Neither team has ever won the Super Bowl before. Now, the Rams did win when they were in St. Louis, but when they were in Los Angeles, they did not win. And Cincinnati has been there a couple times before and lost both times back in the 80s. So there's that storyline. I'm sure there will be others that are drummed up and brought to the foreground in the days to come. Sixers are home against Memphis tonight at 7. They had a 103-101 win over the Sacramento Kings this past Saturday night. Joel Embiid leading the way on that one with 36 points, 12 rebounds, 6 assists. Tyrese Maxey had 13 points and 7 assists. And talked about, speaking of the snow and all that, the wacky weather. Remember, we had quite a Saturday, did we not? And Tyrese Maxey talked about it. I love Philly. I really do. But the snow is, is crazy. Like, it, it, I look out my window this morning. We're supposed to have a shoot around 10. And then I get a text. I get up early, like 7.30. I get a text and it says, no shoot around. I'm like, no shoot around. Open up the window and it's white everywhere. Like, But, you know, you, know, you just got to be a professional at the end of the day. Because um, you never know, you know, what trials and tribulations are going to get thrown at us or what, um, 
it's a long season and you like you get a lot of bumps in the road. So uh, today was just one of those days where you know you just got to go out there and keep fighting and you know no matter what the snow, the hockey game, no shooting time, you know it's it's different adversity and you just go out there and try to get a W. Tyrese Maxey of the Sixers, he's referring to the hockey game which preceded their evening game. That was the Flyers. We'll get into that in a second. Danny Green of the Sixers also talking about the lovely snow on Saturday. I mean, it's a little slower. Obviously, it's a weird day. A lot of things were slower, canceled, delayed because of the weather. But, you know, basketball doesn't stop. We had to do our walkthrough in a different space. But, you know, it's no different. We know most teams, most players that we played, we haven't played them in a while, but we knew some of their sets and who their players are. Um, so we just got to go out there and, you know, know our personnel and execute. Uh, do what we do. If we worry about what we do and, and take care of our business, we don't have to worry about anybody else. Stanley Green of the Sixers, who contributed 11 points in their win. Again, the Sixers home tonight against Memphis. The Flyers did play Saturday afternoon. Despite the storm, they got a 4-3 overtime win, actually, against the L.A. Kings. Head coach Mike Yo talked about the importance of that win and the feeling of breaking a 13-game losing streak. Well, it's extremely important for a number of reasons, you know, and uh, and again, uh, like I said, to, uh, to allow us sort of to just, you know, play the game without, uh, you know, that whole big story of, of what's out there. But, uh, you know, again, again I, we won a game today and that's really good. And that's, you know, what we want to come and accomplish every night we play a game. Now the challenge is to, to make sure that, again, we come back and, and aim to get better from this one. Let's make it two now. And uh, they'll hope to do that tomorrow night when they're home against Winnipeg at seven. Carter Hart also talked about finally breaking that losing streak, their uh, goalie. It was uh, a great performance from us and played a lot better hockey for, for 60 minutes in, in the previous games. And uh, I think that's why we won tonight. We had our PK was really solid. Obviously, they got a lucky bounce there off the, at the end to score one. But no, I think it was a solid game for us. Flyer goalie Carter Hart, Cam Atkinson. Took things into his own hands, scored a couple of goals, including a shorthanded one, and assisted on the game winner in overtime. He talked about uh, being a team leader and how it also, again, finally felt to get that win. It's been a long time coming. Obviously, I hate losing. I think we all hate losing. And it's just one of those things where I didn't want to lose this one, even though obviously they scored one late there. But we found a way to stick with it and, and obviously ultimately get the job done. But we have to turn this thing around one way or the other. And, um, you know, we have one more big game before break and uh, continue to play the right way and feel good about ourselves. That's Cam Atkinson of the Flyers again. They're home tomorrow night against Winnipeg. So uh, some big news today with regard to our partnership with Preborn. We've been working with them all month. We're up to 596 ultrasounds, which is fantastic. Uh, the goal was 450, and we hit that last week. And then we were, we cracked 500 at, at heading into the weekend, and now we're at five. What is it? 596. Yes. So I mentioned this because today is the last day. In fact, these are the last hours. We wrap this up at uh, midnight tonight. So if you thought about it, still not too late to be involved. The most important thing this is all about is helping provide a pregnant woman or, or young girl the chance to see and hear. What's going on inside her body if she's pregnant? The opportunity to see her baby and hear her baby's heartbeat. And just that simple thing, over 80% of such women uh, who get to have that experience are much more likely to keep their baby rather than have an abortion. So it's a gentle yet powerful and effective way of doing this. Uh, January being Sanctity of Human Life Month, this is a great way to start off the year. There are many other ways you can be pro-life, and we want to be that all year round, not just in January. But as far as this opportunity goes, 
It wraps up at midnight tonight. So if you want to help, each of these potentially life-saving ultrasounds, $28. Maybe you could do one. Or some folks have done five, whatever the number. Most important one is one, in a way, because it helps you remember you're helping, very, very likely helping save a life. Not just the baby, but the mother, the quality of her life, and not having to have a life of uh, perhaps regret, the father, and, and of course, what that child will become and the influence that he or she will have over the years. 833-850-BABY is the number to help. 833-850-BABY or at WFIL.com. We'll give you the final number tomorrow during the show because we won't actually get that number till probably midday tomorrow after all the things are tallied. So I want to just put that out to you. A couple other quick thoughts. Uh, Scott Wilder from Preborn joined us. He mentioned that's 100% of what comes in goes to the ultrasounds. They do separate fundraising for the light bill and all that. Secondly, what's raised here stays here. The funds that come in are all utilized in a greater Philadelphia area. And last week, uh, lastly, while the ultrasound is core of what you know of what we're doing, Preborn actually offers ongoing support, diapers, clothing, and a lot of other things, strollers to help the women who receive the ultrasounds you know, live life afterwards after having their child. So we want to encourage you with those things as well. WFIL.com is where you can go to do that. Or again, you can call 833-850-BABY, 833-850-2229. And if you would, do that by uh, midnight tonight. That's when it comes off the board, literally off our homepage. And uh, so thanks to all who have. Uh, during the program, I want to rattle off some names and just thank people this has been a wonderful thing. It's part of the fabric of what WFIL is really all about. We have contests. We have interviews. Rob Motti from the Associated Press is going to join us shortly as well as part of that. Uh, and we have, of course, wonderful programs like Truth for Life with Alistair Beck at 5 o'clock. But also doing this, this partnership with Preborn and other ministries throughout the year, very much part of what WFIL is all about. So if you haven't ever helped out before with one of these relationships, now's a great time. Uh, there'll be more opportunities in the future, but we're focused on today. 596 ultrasounds down. The uh, the record, I guess I neglected to tell you that, the record is 774, which is kind of why I want to emphasize this this afternoon. We're only 176 away, I think is, the, yeah, 100, 179 from the all-time WFIL record. That's very doable. Could you do a couple? We all add up. Can we get that 179 by tomorrow, by tonight at midnight? I think so. 833-850-BABY, 833-850-2229. All right, on our homepage at WFIL.com. Live and local, it's the Tim DeMoss Show, weekday afternoons 4 till 5 on AM 560 WFIL and at WFIL.com. Our podcast continues. WFIL.com on the app. That's I Don't Need to See Miracles. Originally, All I Need is a Miracle by Mike and the Mechanics. It's from Apologetics's Apologetes, Back from the Future CD. It's 12-song parodies from the 80s featuring uh, covers, not covers, but parodies of Tom Petty, Bobby Brown, the Moody Blues, Mike and the Mechanics, as you heard there. 
Corey Hart, Julian Lennon, Survivor, ZZ Top, Eddie Grant, Billy Joel, Bruce Springsteen, and Jackson Brown. It's the third in a set of three 80s parody CDs by Apologetics. We're giving away the CD itself and the uh, set of three as a grand prize. You can get entered on the contest page at WFIL.com. We had Jay on the program on the 4th of this month. And I asked him simply about the challenge of doing parodies because you have, of course, the lyrics that make it funny and fun, but also wanting the music to sound exactly right. It's not just even hitting the right notes. You need to create a sound. Each band or artist doesn't have quite the same sound as others do. He talked about that. It depends on what the song is. Okay, some songs are challenging vocally because it's just if they have a particular... I think the most challenging one is the... Is Brian Johnson of ACDC. Uh, bon Scott of ACDC was actually right in my wheelhouse, but Brian Johnson, he, even though their voices are seen as being similar, he does a screech, and it's very hard to be to be to hold those notes to screech and to make your words be distinct. Those have, that's a real challenge. Um, as far as musically, there are sometimes when there's a guitar that's a particular kind, like a particularly like a Stratocasters and Telecasters are very hard unless you have those particular guitars to get them. Now, uh, thankfully, one of our guys, Wayne, who played on that one, he works at a music store, and, and, and he has a number of guitars as it is, but um, but uh, that's something. that Sometimes there are certain guitars or instruments that you just have to have that particular sound, or if it's a female vocalist, you got to get somebody who can do that particular sound. You know, you know, things like that is a challenge. Sometimes the lyrics are a challenge, uh, but it, it's usually one of those things you know, where God guides God provides, so it's it's like he gives me a little bit of the idea, and it's it's humbling in one sense because it's like you know it's all coming from him, but it's comforting on the other end because it's like all right, if he gave me this much, he'll give me the rest. That's Jay Jackson, lead singer and lyricist for Apologetics, and again, you can enter to win their Apologetics Back from the Future '80s parody CD at WFIL.com on the contest page. Each of the parodies, by the way, and the CDs they do has a scripture passage uh, written so you can refer to and look up what it's based on. Sometimes there's more than one. Uh, So if you're just tuning in, it's an exciting day. It's the last day of January. And we're teamed up with Preborn this month, as you know. If you've been listening for a while, they help provide ultrasounds for pregnant women and girls who are perhaps considering not keeping their baby. And so just the chance to see their baby and hear their baby's heartbeat goes a very long way in helping them keep their baby. Uh, Scott Wilder from Preborn joined us earlier in the month to talk about the fact that that's true, uh, but also that the relationship that Preborn offers goes beyond that. Uh, it's not just the ultrasound, one and done, office visit, but it actually is an ongoing relationship. I have a quick clip I want to play for you here in a second on that. Before I forget, the full apologetics interview with Jay Jackson is on our homepage at WFIL.com. Just scroll down to January 4th. That's when Jay joined us. Okay, so the clip here I want to play for you from Scott Wilder from Preborn. I'm playing partly because today is the last day we're working with Preborn. At midnight tonight's the last chance to uh, go through our site or give that call to help out. We're at 596 ultrasounds with just 179 to go to set an all-time record. We've already passed our goal of 450, so this is all gravy, but we're now actually in the neighborhood. We could set a WFIL record. So if you're willing to help out, uh, it's $28 for one, uh, five for 140, or whatever you want to do is great. 
WFIL.com. It's right on our homepage. You can click through, be done in a minute or two, or you can call 833-850-BABY, 833-850-2229 by midnight tonight. Again, 596 down, 179 to set an all-time record. That'd be pretty cool as a WFIL listening family. Scott Wilder from Preborn, here's what he had to say. The curriculum that is used by the, the, the staff and the volunteers at Preborn and Preborn Affiliate Centers is a Bible study, a series of Bible studies written by Dan Steiner, from whom you heard a couple of minutes ago, the president of Preborn, but uh, along with his very good friend, a name you may uh, know, June Hunt. So June Hunt and Dan Steiner have written the curriculum that is used because it is not just about saving babies. It's also about saving souls. It's also uh, not just that one moment choosing life. It is more than that. I mean, it is the beginning of a two-year-long mentoring process that includes providing maternity clothes for free, baby clothes, diapers, strollers, cribs, formula, uh, on and on it goes. So it's 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 holistic. It's pro-life. It's pro-mom. Uh, it is pro-gospel. I think of a a woman who recently uh, gave $140 to save five babies. And the comments section, uh, when she gave her gift to provide five ultrasounds, here's what she wrote. She wrote, "I, I didn't know Jesus until I was 38. At 18, I had an unplanned pregnancy and made the terrible choice of abortion with the support of my family. Out of all the mistakes I've made in my life, This is the one that had been most devastating to me until I was forgiven and saved by him. If I'd had the chance to see that baby on an ultrasound, maybe I wouldn't have taken the advice of my family members who didn't know any better. I most definitely want to help in saving the lives of these little babies, but I also want to spare other young women from going through what I went through. As a mother of young children today, she said, I can say with all certainty that the love a mother has for her child will outweigh any fear and hardship a young woman might be facing in the midst of this decision. Thank you for what you are doing in his name. God bless you all. And she gave $140 to save five babies. So there's no no judgment. We say we'd rather put an armor on the shoulder than wag a finger in somebody's face. Uh, this is not about judging. This is about uh, providing the truth. Scott Wilder from Preborn. Speaking of thank yous, uh, Dr. CM, that's all that's on here from Philadelphia, did a $50 gift, which is almost two ultrasounds. Clifford in Silverdale, this is interesting, Clifford uh, did an ultrasound uh, three different times over the course of the month. So in all, three ultrasounds, but did one first, then another one, then another one. So thank you to Clifford for that. Sean in Claysville, did two ultrasounds. Kathy in Quakertown did uh, 11. And Judith in Philadelphia, a $50 gift, which again is almost two. So those are just some of the folks I want to take a second and thank. Part of the WFL listening family in our partnership with Preborn. Uh, I also have a little fun piece of news. I had, as the clip there was playing, I checked my text and I have a, a, another small update from Preborn. Thank you to Robert Norwood, who did a five ultrasound gift, and Jill in Philadelphia, a $20 gift, which is almost an ultrasound. That puts us at 601 ultrasounds. We're actually over the 600 mark now. The all-time record is 774. So that's, what, 174 to go by midnight tonight. Not going to be here to... Encourage you, so to speak, directly. Well, don't, don't, the show is over at 5 o'clock. 
You may hear a few announcements over the course of the evening. But if you have a second, would you call 833-850-BABY and help out? 833-850-2229 or write on our homepage at WFIL.com. Again, we already hit the goal of 450 that we set at the beginning of the month. We're now at 601. 174 from an all-time WFIL record. As long as we're in the neighborhood, maybe we should stop in and, and pay that record a visit. $28 covers the cost of one. Could you do one or two, maybe five? If somebody wants to step up and do a larger amount, that helps, of course, chew things up. If you do a monthly, it'll count times 10. There have been a few folks who said, I'll do an ultrasound a month. That'll count towards 10. The 10. That we were working the math on that. So... If that helps you, you want to do more, but you don't have quite all the funds right now, you could do a monthly gift and that'll count. Whatever you do, most importantly, you're helping save a life and promoting life in a very gentle yet powerful and effective way. This is with Preborn, our partnership wrapping up at midnight tonight. Brief break. Rob Motti from the Associated Press is going to join us. He's a pro football writer for them. We'll talk a little about what happened over the weekend. A little Tom Brady retiring as well as part of that, supposedly, almost. And uh, he also has a pretty neat testimony to share. As we keep the program rolling, it's Tim DeMoss Show, AM 560, WFIL.com, and on the WFIL app. Thanks for listening in today. You're listening to a podcast of the Tim DeMoss Show, heard weekday afternoons 4 till 5 on AM 560, WFIL, and at WFIL.com. AM560, WFL.com on the app. Brand new from KJ52. Take me back. KJ set to join us this Friday on our famous Friday show. His new album out. And I'm trying to get some copies of that to give away as part of the contest. And we do. We love to give stuff away. Uh, speaking of which, today at midnight, uh, tonight at midnight, the contest for that Dishing Up Devotions book wraps up with Katie Trent. She's an author. She's a mom first, a homeschooling mom, in fact, which is why she put the book together, and this is Katie talking about it. So I love faith, family, homeschooling, and baking, and this book is a combination of all of those things, so it was incredibly fun to write, and it's really the heart behind it is just to equip busy moms, whether you homeschool or not, to be able to spend time growing your faith and strengthening your character while doing meaningful activities. I really wanted people to know that faith building can and should be fun, and so it's set up as 36 weeks, so you can do one for each typical week of a school year, and each week has got encouragement for mom based on a biblical character trait that we'd like to instill in our families, and so start with encouragement for mom with a prayer and an affirmation, and then it provides a quick, simple family activity to build their faith and help them to really understand, like, what does it look like in our everyday life to live out a character trait, like what does it mean to be strong and courageous, for example, and then it's got a something I call a baking buddies, which is a conversation starter and a connection to make it an object lesson along with a delicious baking recipe that helps, again, reinforce that theme. So it's fun and it's quick and it's easy and delicious. That's Kate Trent, who joined our program about four or five weeks ago. We're giving away and have been giving away Dishing Up Devotions all month long. The contest ends at midnight tonight, so get entered on the contest page at WFIL.com. Also, if you're just tuning in, uh, also, also wrapping up at midnight tonight, our partnership with Preborn, just want to encourage you to take a second either call or go to our site and help us uh, hit a new record, a new all-time high if we can. The most important part of this is helping save a life. By far, uh, our goal was 450 ultrasounds. 
to uh, provide those free to pregnant women and girls who are considering not keeping their child. And uh, the, the statistics simply are, if you do keep your child, uh, if you do have this ultrasound, it will help you along that path and be much more likely to keep your baby. Uh, Scott Wilder from Preborn was on with us and talked about that. Nationally, the average is over 83% of the time. Girls and women, when they hear their baby's heartbeat, when they see their baby on an ultrasound, uh, they will choose life. So maybe if it were not for the ultrasound, perhaps 40% of the time, I think the numbers are, if you just tell them, like, here's what's going on in your body and it's the size of a peanut and whatever and whatever else you want to tell them, they might 40% of the time say, yeah, I'm not going to do it. I'm going to, I'm going to have my baby. But when you show them, when you introduce them to their baby for the first time, that's the way I look at it. Yeah. You have a chance to introduce a girl to her baby for the first time. You're going to give her the first picture she's ever going to have of her baby. I mean, out of all the pictures, she's going to have all the firsts, you know, the, the first step, first tooth, first grade, first date, first dance, first car. I mean, on and on and on. You're providing the very first picture. And so would you join us today and say, yeah, I'm going to I'm going to do that today. And overwhelmingly, girls and women will choose life. So just know that God will really do the heavy lifting if we will simply uh, do our part. Amen. Amen to that. 833-850-BABIES. The number 833-850-BABY. That uh, flips to 2229 or at WFIL.com. 601 ultrasounds now have come through. The all-time record for WFIL is actually 774. So we have till midnight tonight to get there if we want to. We don't have to. We've already hit the goal of 450, but we're getting kind of close. So it might be nice to do that as an added bonus. Again, 833-850-BABY or WFIL.com. Thank you to Lucilla in Lindenwall, New Jersey. Did one. Cheryl in Philadelphia did five. Barbara in Richborough, 10. And Cheryl in Philadelphia also did 10, all adding up to 601 and climbing, as I like to say. Thanks to all those who have helped out so far. And Lord willing, we can uh, see some more special progress tomorrow afternoon. During the show, we'll get to the final number. I'll find out what that is uh, probably around midday tomorrow. In the meantime, I uh, mentioned a little while ago about having a special guest join us. He has uh, been on the program a number of times before, a longtime friend. And uh, maybe when we're done chatting, I'll tell you a little bit more about the story about how Rob Motti and I met. Rob used to be the beat writer for the Associated Press for the Phillies and the Eagles in this market for about 20 years and has since moved to Florida because he, and he, part of the reason is he's actually now just solely focusing on football. He's a pro football writer for the Associated Press, and he uh, joins our program today. Rob, how you doing, my friend? Hey, Timmy. Happy uh, almost February to you. That's right. We're uh, fresh out of another batch of amazing football games. It's, uh, I saw a friend of mine, a mutual friend of ours, Bob Shore, posted last night, when did the NFL become the uh, March Madness style, all the excitement that these games have given? So yeah, they they've been tremendous. They really have, and it's, it's going to be hard for uh, the Super Bowl to live up to it. But I have good expectations, high expectations. I think it'll be a, a great matchup. But man, these last six games all coming down to the end, and four road teams winning. Uh, I said yesterday, you really can count the the Rams as a road team winning too. There were so many 49er fans stadium in L.A. that the, the Rams had to use a silent count when they were on offense, which had to be disheartening for them to see so many opposing team fans in their own stadium, but they pulled it out. So it's, uh, it's great football. It's exciting. And, and this is exactly what the NFL wanted, Timmy. 
uh, going into the Super Bowl. Yeah, uh, folks uh, tuning in, Rob has joined us many times in the past uh, from from the tri-state area originally and has recently moved to Florida. He used to do cover the, the Phillies for many years and a lot of all the sports really in Philadelphia. So well entrenched in Philadelphia sports, but also in more recent times since you've been in Florida, uh, I've seen a number of videos you've posted on Tom Brady, specifically covering the Buccaneers and that news coming out recently that he's supposedly retired, although I haven't heard it from his own mouth. So uh, number one, just a quick question, uh, you know, do you think he actually is going to retire? Yeah, it's certainly trending that way, and I know he hasn't officially said it, but he was dropping a lot of hints towards the end of the season. Then last Monday, he basically said it's not always what you want, it's what your family wants, and he needs to be the husband that Giselle deserves and the father that his three children deserve. So for me, it was just a, it seemed like a matter of time, and uh, it, it's difficult to imagine an NFL without Tom Brady. So even though the news came out over the weekend, uh, through some reporting and, and talking to different people who have, are close to Tom. He hasn't officially announced it. His dad's emphatic that uh, all the reports are wrong. The Buccaneers say that he called them and told them that he's not close to making a decision. So it just seems like, Timmy, it's a matter of timing as to when this will be official. Uh, maybe he's still trying to convince Giselle for uh, <laughs> one more year permission. Yeah. I, I really believe he would like to play one more year. He's at the top of his game, which is crazy to believe. A guy who's 45 years old, led the NFL in almost every major passing category, and, and he's going out on, on top even though he didn't win that last game. But uh, if it comes down to family priorities, I could certainly understand that, and, and you got to credit him for making that decision, but it's been a, uh, an incredible career. He is unquestionably the greatest of all time, and uh, it was fun to be here for the, the final year of his journey. Yeah, you know, Rob, also, I was wondering just, uh, you know, I'm sure only really Tom knows all that stuff, but I had wondered if Patrick Mahomes specifically and the Chiefs had made it back to the Super Bowl and won it, and he got a second ring, Mahomes only 26 years old, if that would have been just one one other fuel to the fire, like, I want to play one more year and expand my Super Bowl collection from seven to eight just to put a little breathing room because that Mahomes guy, I don't want him to catch me. You know, just one of many subplots, or even just watching uh, Garoppolo of the 49ers play yesterday, how, how crazy that must have been for Brady to be like, you know, he was, of course, going to be the replacement in New England for Brady at one point, which never happened. So it does, I, I don't think those little things are lost on Brady at all, you know, so whatever motivators he may have. Yeah, yeah, and, and, you know, it's funny, some Buccaneers fans just trying to hold out hope uh, over the weekend, saying maybe this, this news leak, this news drop, just gives him more incentive to come back. Everyone's reaching, hoping that he comes back for one more season. He doesn't want that victory tour, that going out tour, and I can understand that and, and admire that. Uh, I, I think his seven Super Bowls is safe. Whether uh, and it's it's too bad for Mahomes and Andy Reid that they didn't get to the Super Bowl to get there too. But he he he's certainly safe at seven. I, I don't know if we'll even see a quarterback get to four. Now Joe Burrow goes out there and wins as young as he is and as good as he is. It's just so hard in this era of the NFL to keep teams together to keep uh, uh, just the free agency and guys moving around and injuries and everything else. Now I do think Tom set the trend. For players, if they do focus on their body the way he does, you could play deeper into your 30s and maybe even into your 40s if you're at that quarterback position. But it takes an incredible amount of discipline to do what Tom Brady has been able to do. And I think that's what's really been 
what set him apart. And it, it's not just in season. It's the off-season dedication. It's, uh, and all of that is a commitment that I don't know players in this day and age will be able to make and will, will, will want to make. Yeah, especially when you're talking about a team as large as a football roster is different than the smaller rosters, especially, say, in basketball, where you're talking a dozen players or whatever. 53 is another story to keep everybody in line. Um, folks, just tuning in, we're chatting with Rob Motti, AP Pro Football writer, uh, for many uh, years wrote in Philadelphia, covered the, for the Associated Press, the Phillies and the Flyers, Eagles, Sixers, did all of those things. The uh, main beats were the Phillies and the Eagles. Uh, uh, just Tom Brady, talk, taking a minute on Tom Brady here since you moved to Florida in the past year or so, you had a chance to talk to Tom Brady many different times. Uh, you know, just curious because he's such a, a, an amazing athlete. And we, like you said, if he really does retire, you know, it's kind of a one, once in a generation kind of player you get to, to watch, like a Wayne Gretzky or whoever else in, in hockey. Uh, do you think that Brady could actually ever be anywhere near as successful at the other endeavors, the TB12, the health stuff, or the whatever lines he's working as, you know, I'm thinking Michael Jordan with his six championships, and but as an owner of the Hornets in basketball, not really any success there. Like I, I see Brady like walking the hallways, uh, like what am I going to do? Because this other stuff can't possibly get close to what I did professionally in football. Yeah, and he does have so many of these endeavors: the Brady Brand, TB12, and. Uh, cryptocurrency and, and everything else that he's doing, I, I, I don't know how you can in those fields uh, equate to being a seven-time Super Bowl champion and the greatest quarterback, maybe greatest professional athlete of all time. So yeah. he's determined, he's driven. We know that. I, I think if, if his wife believes that uh, not playing football is going to keep him at home and be daddy and husband 24 hours a day, uh, that might be that's not necessarily the case because yeah. he might he, he might put all that time and effort in the board but wherever he 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 chooses to go next so yeah uh, that'll be interesting to see over the course of time you think it's remotely possible Brady would ever consider being a head coach no I don't I don't think so because it, it takes so much um, time and effort even more than being an at you know you talk about him being the greatest uh, at what he does and what he puts in to playing to do that as, as a coach now you're talking about uh, sleeping at the office and 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 hundred hour weeks and yeah. uh, that's not something that I, I can see him wanting to do and I don't know that he would even be successful at it Jimmy because the the guys who can do who are great who are Hall of Famers don't often have that success it's the guys who right those who can't teach and and he certainly can and you know I've spoken to Mike Schmidt about that in the past he took a shot at being a minor league manager and it just didn't work out for him yeah I'm thinking that it's one thing to be a great player and execute your craft and have an effect on your teammates I'm sure he is Brady has coached many players so to speak as he played with them but it's different when you're not playing and you can't actually affect what's happening directly uh you know so I I agree and the family the whole family thing for Brady to stop that certainly wouldn't match being the head coach. I'm just thinking, wouldn't it be something if he actually accomplished winning a Super Bowl that way? Because he's young enough, technically, maybe when his kids get a little older and Brady's like in his 50s, maybe he would be like, all right, now it's time for me to show that I can do this part of it too. Just food for thought. But uh, anyhow, I know for you, uh, folks, again, just tuning in, we're chatting with Rob Motti, AP Pro Football Writer, and you've been on the program before. You've shared your testimony, how the Lord came into your life. And I believe part of the time that when you've shared that before, it involves uh, the, the example, one of the examples you've given is the difference in your life between covering one Super Bowl before you'd given your life to the Lord and the following Super Bowl, what it was like for you, your experiences, where your heart was at. Maybe just share a little bit about your testimony, if you would, and, and then the differences, because I'm guessing you'll be covering the Super Bowl in a couple of weeks from now, right? 
Yeah, absolutely. And I'll be heading out on uh, Monday uh, the 7th. And uh, for the first time, we are bringing a, a, a Faith on the Field show live event to the Super Bowl the Friday night before the game at the Masters University. Sam Macho, uh, former player, now ESPN analyst, and Kelly Masters, first female sports agent, uh, both uh, certain strong believers. They're going to be joining us for that. And it's going to be a tremendous uh, event. We've done these events before locally. And now we're doing it at the Super Bowl. And it's been a vision that's been five years in the making and it's not something that I would have envisioned the first time I covered Super Bowl which was the Eagles Patriots way back the 2004 season uh, that year the night before the Super Bowl uh, I was bouncing around parties I ended up at the Maxim party and just was having a, a great time and and really that was the, the kind of lifestyle that I lived um, just going out hanging out womanizing and uh, God really got a hold of my life in 2010, and uh, I didn't start covering Super Bowls again until the 2014 season. It's been like seven or eight since then, but uh, it's, it's certainly a different vibe now. And, and now I, I, the night before the Super Bowl, I'm usually in my hotel room. I'm prepping for the game, and I'm reading my Bible. Uh, I'm, I'm doing devotionals, and uh, I'm just reaching out to people, trying to see how I can impact them the way – Jesus has impacted me, and that's really become my passion and, and my dream. And uh, I pour everything into that, and it's been tremendous to, to see how I've been able to, to transform my platform uh, that God has given me into one that I, I can use to connect with other people and, and try to connect them with Jesus Christ. So uh, all the work that he's done in my life, I would just love to see other people also who are in need of anything, and I mean anything in life, uh, just go to him because he is the answer. Amen. Faithonthefieldshow.com, by the way, if folks want to look more up into what you were just talking about for the Super Bowl, can they watch online or how does that work? Yeah, we will probably have it online. Um, the tickets are, if, if anyone's out in the California area, it's in Santa Clarita uh, at the Masters University, which is Pastor uh, John MacArthur yeah. affiliated with them. He's the, he's the chancellor there, was longtime president. Uh, he will actually be there really? uh, with us holding a reception uh, ahead of time, a special uh, reception uh, I'm going to have with him, and, and he's going to join us on stage for, for prayer uh, at the end of the night. So uh, it's, it's trimmed. Tickets are free. We did put the link up if you want to register. It's limited. We can only accept so many. Uh, I, I believe it's a 1,000 people, and uh, it, it's going to be awesome. We're going to do whatever we can probably to have it also somehow streamed live. Uh, I'm sure that's going to happen. We're still talking through all those details. So really okay. excited about it. Uh, you know, if this is something when I launched the show and, and then started doing events locally in Philly with Carson Wentz and Zach Ertz and Doug Peterson and even Tim Tebow that I, I was hoping we could do at the Super Bowl. And uh, through so many, a lot of hard work and, and great partnerships with the Masters University and International Justice Mission, we've been able to uh, pull it off for the Super Bowl. That's great. Again, folks, just tuning in, chatting with Rob Motti, AP Pro Football writer. The program that he does, in addition to writing for the uh, Associated Press, is Faith on the Field. It's a show that where he interviews all kinds of athletes and you can really you know we'll have an athlete on every now and again on this show but what you do is like that's pretty much the main thing you do so if folks are sports fans they can definitely check that out and again your event at the super bowl uh, a very special that's a is it the, the friday before what day i'm sorry i want to spec what day was it going to yeah. be friday february 11 uh it's it's uh, the two days before the game so okay. we're not affiliated officially with the super bowl or the nfl it's our own faith on the field show event but it's, yeah. it's been it's been tremendous had a lot of support from a lot of different people who, who are excited about it so great um it just it keep us in prayer and and, and hopefully we we can uh, make a, a bigger impact on that stage that night Amen. Amen. John MacArthur, by the way, we air him every day at 11 o'clock, uh, the program Grace to You. So it's, that's neat yeah. that he'll be at your event. 
Yes, outstanding. Yeah, uh, I, I met him a month ago. I sat down with him in uh, at the Masters and, and and had a great conversation with him. And uh, he, he's very supportive of the work that we're doing with Faith on the Field show. And uh, it was tremendous. It was my first time meeting him. And what a brilliant, what a brilliant, godly man he he really is. That's great, Rob. It's great to, to talk to you. Thank you for carving out a little time. I know you have plenty going on in the weeks leading up to the Super Bowl here. And uh, thank you for sharing from your heart, too, about the Lord, because in the end, that's really what we're hoping to do is point people to him and, and encourage each other along the way. So thank you for the times that you take with us, because we know that that's what's happening when you do. Amen. Thank you, Timmy. I really appreciate the time, and God bless you, and I'll never forget the impact you've had on my life. It's been tremendous. My privilege. To God, to God be the glory. Enjoy your uh, your day, and greetings to your lovely wife and twins, okay? Thank you, Timmy. All right. I appreciate it. God bless. You too. Bye-bye. It's Rob Motti, Pro Football Hall of Fame, uh, or uh, right, he probably will get in the Hall of Fame one day, but he's been doing it for a lot of years, uh, with the Associated Press Pro Football Writer, and uh, he'll be covering the Super Bowl, and maybe we'll check in with him uh, right before or afterwards. In any case, uh, he mentioned just thanking me. We we have a long history together. Uh, I want to take a quick break and then just share a little bit about that. and. Uh, just some insight might be of encouragement to you as well as you live day to day and want to be a blessing in this world. Uh, we'll cap off the program with that uh, thought little story in a moment. WFIL, it's the Tim DeMoss Show. Thanks for tuning in today. Have a guest you'd like to hear on the Tim DeMoss Show on AM560 WFIL? Email D at WFIL.com. It's 4.55 on the Tim DeMoss Show on WFIL. I've had the opportunity to cover the Philadelphia sports team's best 20, 25 years, just kind of here and there, part-time to help uh, add to the program that I do and uh, build relationships with the players. And once in a while, I have one call in. You should uh, share their testimony, talk about the sport itself. And not all the relationships with the sports teams revolve around the faith of being a Christian, but many do. When I would cover games, uh, I got to know the, Rob Motti, who was just on the program. And the way I got to know him was I was at the NovaCare complex for the Eagles, and I'd go down once or twice a week for the practices. And uh, at the time, in 2006, when this was, I had bought some Wawa gift cards. And I was just giving them out to various media members. And uh, I put on the back a website that I was doing for our daughter, Tori, who had been born earlier in 2006 she's disabled she almost died that summer in 2006 and basically it was just a a gentle way of saying hey here's um here's a bit of our family and uh nice to know you and and merry christmas and all that Uh, but there was you know certainly some gospel on the website about tori and uh anyhow rob went i could tell he was the only media member who i I can i know for sure who went to the website because he actually emailed me back through the website to thank me for the gift card and say oh tori's really beautiful and all that that led to a friendship over many years where for example over at the phillies games he'd walk down the press box we were on opposite ends and he'd sit down and talk for half an inning and one of the conversations we had one time had to do with what i would call a hall of fame passage from scripture from ephesians chapter 2 Verses 8 and 9 simply say, For it is by grace you have been saved through faith. And this is not from yourselves. It is the gift of God, not by works, so that no one can boast. He had grown up in a uh, Catholic tradition in his particular case where no one had ever told him that. I'm not saying that uh, some Catholics had not heard that before, but in his particular experience, it was more about, quote unquote, being a good person. And so he's like, no one's ever told me this before, for it is by grace you have been saved through faith. And this not from yourselves, it is the gift of God, not by works so that no one can boast. And something 
that basic and foundational, which I grew up with, it was brand new news to him, Ephesians 2, 8 and 9. And the Lord continued to work in Rob's life to the point where uh, he really got a hold of him. And he's been walking with the Lord now for the better part of 10 years and serving God on a very uh, big platform. But it, I, I'm, so I'm encouraging you this. Number one, don't assume everyone around you already knows everything you know. That's not the case. And not that more or better than somebody else. I'm not, not about comparing. Just don't necessarily think everyone around you is you know, pretty much knows what's going on. Uh, so humbly be able to share what God's already taught you and and keep learning yourself, right? But then also be encouraged because this um, story, if you will, came through our daughter, Tori, in large part, who is disabled. She doesn't have words. She can make some sounds, but she doesn't speak. She can't get out of her chair and walk. There's, she can't do, but she is. She she exists, and she exists for God's glory, and God is doing a lot through her. So I want to encourage you, if you whether you have a physical challenge or whether you have other limitations and you feel like your life is kind of boxed in, don't don't worry. You know, just be. Be his. Walk with him. Humbly, quietly, let him do what he will do. You can be at peace that he's at work. Just be faithful right where you are, whatever that is, and let him uh, use you for his glory. That'll do it for the program today. One last call for helping out with Preborn at 833-850-BABY. Or WFIL.com. That wraps up at midnight tonight. Thanks to all those who helped out, and we'll update you tomorrow. Have a great night. Thanks for listening to the Tim DeMoss Show podcast. Feel free to tune in to the full show each weekday afternoon from 4 to 5 on AM 560 WFIL and at WFIL.com. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.